Thank you for joining us for the Prestige-ish Media Podcast. In this episode, we will be covering Season 3, Episode 2 of Only Murderers in the Building. The beat goes on. Please note there will be spoilers for Seasons 1 and 2 of Only Murderers in the Building and the episodes that have aired up till this episode. Episode 2, The Beat Goes On. My name is Craig Lake. I will be hosting with Jessica C. You can find the podcast at prestige underscore ish on X or at prestige ish media on Instagram. You can find me at Real Real Batman on both X and Instagram. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to you joining us for this episode. Only Murders in the Building, Season 3, Episode 2, The Beat Goes On, uh, will be the episode we're covering. There will be spoilers. Um, what do you think of this episode overall? Out of 10? Eight. I think I give Better it an 8 as well. One. Can I say that is your quickest episode rating ever in your life? I thought like. about it ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think gate two, I still think it's a little bit like the first one. Like we're still really early. So they're just kind of putting the pieces together. So it's hard to evaluate it as an episode by itself, I feel like. But yeah, I'm like say... saving room for better episodes. But I definitely think it was better than the first. Yeah, I, I would say they're comparable. I thought they were both good quality. Yeah. Um, they were both fine. Um, you have a bad quality show and you've got A-list actors swarming it. Like Ben Affleck. Um, ben Affleck, uh, Meryl Streep. Glenn Close. You know, uh, Did you think Meryl Streep was Glenn Close at first? No. I know Meryl Streep from Devil Wears Prada. And uh, you know Meryl Boots? Meryl Boots? Oh, is that like a... And the shoes, like the hiking boots. Meryl Lynch? Meryl, no, like the hiking boots. I believe that that's a thing. The hiking boots and hiking shoes. Yeah, it's like one of the biggest hiking shoe brands. Anyways. I'm known to be a big hiker, just all day hiking. It's my thing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Don't you have those desert trails out there with some rocks you can climb? We do like, but I feel like it's too fucking hot. Yeah. Well, like, like say on <laughs> Tinder, etc. Or I guess it would be more of a bumble or hinge thing. But if somebody wants to go to the gym with me, like I will frequently go to the gym with you. But if you want me to hike more than like a couple times a year, I just don't feel like hiking is my Block. thing. Yeah. No match. Yep. So we get the opening with Ben, aka Paul Rudd. Um, where he says, when you're falling, all you can hear is your heartbeat. So we're meant to think it's him when he's dying, but it's actually him acting out a scene um, with Oliver. Um, I thought it was interesting because I'm listening to the narration. I was like, why is he narrating this in his weird acting voice? Well, it was because he was or like rehearsing. And this is where kind of like the through line for the whole episode is that when you're falling, all you can hear is your heartbeat because they retie it in later in the scene with um, Oliver when he's having his heart attack. But they're like acting that scene out like in rehearsal. I thought in the second scene with Oliver, like that they had done a pretty good job of showing Oliver being a decent director. Like I thought. I remember like the flashback with 
uh steve martin and him and he's like i was i was an eight-year-old genius that's like right after then we go back to right after the death or the fake death i guess no now's the real death um kt's taking stuff off the set he can't get a hold of donna and cliff um oliver takes the dead prop body and tells everybody not to take anything off the set we then flash to a scene from girl cop with ben uh, mabel is watching girl cop any thoughts on the girl cop scenes with paul rudd like he was in his blonde his blonde do that's when she sees him as a dead body okay yeah i thought it looked stupid I thought you would be into That's it since it's like no, a cop my least, movie. My least favorite look. Well, so if we think about Mabel, like Mabel was really into Brazos. I keep wanting to call Brazos Bergerac because of Black no. Mirror. I keep tying Brazos and Bergerac together sometimes. But I was going to say, does like Mabel remind you of you? Like she was like into all these true crime episodes. Not really. Yeah. Like, can you channel some inner Mabel here and there? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess if bodies start to drop in around me in my house, maybe I'd podcast about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, both notable podcasters, very popular podcasts. Um, Famous so we... women, if you will. <laughs> uh, so we see Mabel took pictures of Ben when he died. I also made a note that he recorded, she recorded Ben when he came back to life at the party. I thought she was recording him then. Um, so she sees Ben dead, but Ben as his girl cop character. She admits that- <laughs> What if she did this because she needs rent money now? She's been freeloading this whole time. She's Maybe. like, we need another hit podcast because I have to pay rent now. And I spent all my money before on winter and fur coats. And now she's going to seduce the deaf guy for money like Oliver seduced the dad in the first season. Um, so she admits that he was her middle school crush. Um, she says, I'm 29. He says, tight. Uh, so like are you still you know just wrapping up college and she's like done with college and working already tight she says opposite of tight almost 30 and nothing figured out slash lost um, he says he was a 30 year old man playing a high school senior he was jealous of anyone it didn't do me any good to compare myself from them late bloomers like us make the world go round and then she says, I haven't spoken to a dead person since Tim Kono. So that's where I feel like they kind of tied yeah. first back to first season, obviously, probably getting back to the show. Right. I think they must have had some bad reactions to season two, Mabel, just because she is so out of the ordinary. Yeah, trying to get her back Different to her. character than what we were used to. Dead body seeing roots. I think this is where we see the note with Ben's death rattle hanky where he, like, gives it to Charles and says, fuck you. Um, so that's where I kind of assumed he was like giving the death rattle hankies to the whole cast just because so many people had them. Um, Charles is going to go to the funeral. Um, he says he's got a doctor's note that said he was too weak to kill. Um, Oliver says he con convinced him to get Paramount Plus 
do you have Paramount Plus? I actually did for Chicago Fire and Law and Order. What's all on there? Uh, the show Ghosts. It's a bit like what we do in the shadowsy, except instead of vampires, it's ghosts. Um, well, I do have Paramount Plus mostly for Beavis and Butthead. Well, I tied, well, now I've tied in my Showtime Yellow Jacket subscription to that because that's just the easiest place uh-huh. to do it. So. All right. So Mabel is going to go with them to the funeral to do some sleuthing. I thought you canceled your Showtime. I haven't, but I got to cancel. I have four Showtime accounts right now. So you're single handedly keeping <laughs> Showtime running. <laughs> well i had the one they're not were... gonna be able to come out with new content if you cancel <laughs> i feel like well i had i had edelins that i gave you the password for i signed up for one for my aunt i'm automatically on show why don't you just let them use yours because i'm weird about it i just don't like like i don't like sharing passwords and different things i don't know um, the same password Craig is cool. Well, it's just too hard to remember, and then you make a new password, then you gotta change it later. It's just like it's just a freaking ordeal. Oh shoot! But at this point, I literally am not sure how many Showtime subscriptions I have, but I think it's three or four. Um. So anyway, Mabel's gonna go with them sleuthing. Um, Ben's funeral. What did you think of like? At first, I thought his funeral was small, but that was like overflow three. Oh, that was funny. That was so funny. <laughs> and Oliver's pissed that they're like just in the like uh, right, funeral with overflow. a random public. But I think and, he only cared because he wanted to meet. And the then producers. she's like, "Well, I'm not on the list." And she, "Well, that's fine. Overflow three as well." <laughs> so, um, Oliver's looking for your boy Cliff and Donna. I did think it was really funny when like Charles was naming all the places of the church. Yeah. And Oliver is like, who are you? The hunchback of Notre Dame. I do New York Times crosswords and I've never seen those words. Antichamber? Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like, (laughs) it's so funny to me, like tried to get you to remember the scene with like Ben acting it out, but like you remember fucking antichamber out of nowhere um so we see greg who he's quoting hamlet she says hamlet and he says no greg he says he was security for ben did you believe he was really security for ben or like at what point well, i was like thinking like damn shitty security <laughs> just because like he got murdered yeah i um i believe so- him i don't know he's built built like a little Built for something. Um, so we he we talk about Kimber. She was like a woman scorn. He says you should come look at go my files. There. I thought it was fishy when he was like, "You should come look at my files." I was like, "I bet you want her to come look at your files and go to a pickle diner." Um, we find out in the funeral that Ben was resilient because he was a fired from his first TV show at eight years old, which we later learn was Brazos. Um, 
I think it's Steve or uh, Charles, aka Steve Martin's song "Angel and Flip Flops" is his ringtone. I think that was like his record that he had that Lucy would always listen to. Uh, has um, yeah. So it looks like um, Mabel and Charles go to Greg's to look at the files. Uh, Greg asks them to take off their shoes. Charles says he can't because he has plantar fasciitis. Um, at what point? Did you realize things were going wrong as like Greg has all this memorabilia and Ben's pants? Like as soon as they saw the photos of him where he photoshopped in with him. And I had even before she said it, I said, Oh, nope. <laughs> They're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I did think it was interesting. Like it seemed like Mabel was fangirling over all of the memorabilia when she was in there. Um, so it definitely is a different Mabel than we're used to, but I'm just taking it for what it is. Um, he has Ben, his dog, which is apparently a she, um, Charles. No, I will say this is very Mabel-like. I have thought, um, every season that she doesn't have like a good sense of danger. Like she's okay with people that are just like fucking weird. Do you agree with that? Like, even tie-dye guy, she, like, got in his car right away. Like, she knew he was, like, one of the people seen at the crime had she a tie-dye. She was innocent, didn't she? Or no, she didn't. She didn't, yeah. No, I just think she doesn't have, like, a good sense of danger. Like, so that is, that seems to be accurate. So he uses, I guess that would have been formaldehyde. Is that what you think that would have been? Uh, chloroform. Oh, there we go. Would formaldehyde kill you? Uh, I just make you extra stiff when you do die. I don't know. Uh, like gas station that's what pills. They, that's or what, what they make, like how they do, like handbags and the cars, car, the new cars and all that's formaldehyde. Yeah, I know that's more like embalming, right? Yeah. Um, type deal. Um, okay. Oliver is trying to get talk to Maxine to get her to tell the producers that a show is good. Um, she he says that she has a tell when she shuts her book when she's taking notes it means it was a good review and she says her pen ran out of ink when she was reviewing it and yeah, she said <laughs> she said that the leading ben was giving a better performance today than he was in his play that the staging was bland it felt stodgy and a little scared um, she says i never hold back oliver and neither should you um, so this is where we go back to the scene with Oliver and Ben. And he says, Ben, I can feel you're holding back. And this is where Ben says, I feel so phony. I don't like the sound of my voice. And so you see Oliver trying to kind of coach him through his acting. So I thought that was like, it shows that maybe Oliver's like a good director. Yeah. Possibly. Because, okay. Because, uh, it makes no sense. He has been, he's been too much of a successful actor to be like, Oh, well, well, I mean, I do think that they, I, I agree with some of what you're saying, but they do kind of establish that he was like, I was girl cop. I was Cobra. Like, what if I can't be me? Like he's scared of his own voice. And then he does kind of tie it back to um, uh, Charles kind of rejecting me as a kid. Yeah. I get it. But I mean, it. I don't think they do a terrible ba- job tying it together. Um, so we start to see Oliver having a heart attack. And then we get that quote again, last thought that pops in your head. I should have listened to it while I saw the chance. Um, Now we see Mabel and Charles chained to a toilet. 
Mabel repeatedly saying motherfucker, which I thought was funny. Um, did you think that Greg was the killer at this point? Yes. I definitely did not think Greg was the killer at this point. Why? It was, it was just way too earlier and way too obvious. Like, obviously, I thought it was like, it kind of reminds me a little bit of when they were kidnapped the last time and they were guilty, just not guilty of what the murder was. You know or what I mean? Kidnapped them last time. Um, well, season one, when the deaf kid and the dad. Oh, yeah. Nathan Lane, when they, I, I don't remember his actual character name, but when Nathan Lane kidnapped him and uh, they were guilty, just not of the specific crime related to the murder. Um, so they talk about how they found the killer in record time. They talk about them having her having a huge crush on Ben. Um, and this is where she explains that after her dad died, her mom didn't, I guess, leave the house for six months. She says she ate a lot of scrambled egg and watched a lot of Girl Cop. Her mom was watching Girl Cop in the, a different room. And so she was laughing with her mom. What did you think about that Mabel and her mom? Like them that it wasn't a scene, but the description of a scene of Mabel and her mom and uh, Girl Cop and scrambled eggs. explains that she comes from a um then i thought that i don't know i thought that it was sweet that she found a way to connect with her mom when she probably needed her mom at the most the only other thing that kind of jumps out to me is that charles would always make lucy omelets and she ate a lot of scrambled eggs so has no real probably connection but just thought it was interesting um so she said in a weird way he meant a lot to me and then she kind of says he might have been a dick to you. And that's where Charles says he wasn't the dick, you know, that 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 Ben wasn't the dick. Actually, Charles was the dick. And then that's where we see that when Ben met Charles, Charles didn't remember Ben, but Ben was the boy genius on Bravos. And Charles got, got him fired, kicked off yeah. the show. Um, I thought, I mean, I get it's all, there's a lot of things tying all this stuff together, but I thought they did a pretty good job of tying it together to where it kind of made sense, you know? Yeah, this one, yeah. Um, <laughs> he said he's that little boy that can't hack it. Um, so he, uh, Ben says that he could get Charles fired, but he'd rather make it hell for him. I think what Charles is saying is that when he showed back up that he could have made things right, but he didn't. Um so we see Greg come in. He's got like, is that like a meat grinder and like a blowtorch? And apparently like he worked at a restaurant, but he wasn't sous chef material. The pastry chef, right? Yeah. And then he didn't know how to work the blowtorch and Charles like explained it to him. Um, and he's just like waving the torch by their face saying, you hated Ben. Confess, confess. That's where we found that Greg stole the hanky, which they later tie together to say that's why they think he's innocent because Mabel has a picture of Ben with a hanky. So if that's his hanky, then where did he get the other hanky? Um, cops show up. Unless it really a- is Greg and Greg's sleeping with uh, that girl that he was that Ben was sleeping with too. I don't think Greg's sleeping with anyone but that dog, probably. (laughs) Uh, We meet a new detective, Detective Biswas, I think. Um, So they were following that guy for 48 hours. He's a former stalker. So they followed him to the place. So luckily they came in when they did. Um, I don't know if he was really going to hurt them or not, but he 
might have like singed them a little trying to get them to confess um we see that oliver had a minor heart attack i thought it was interesting that they were not in a hospital that they were like in his condo like with a doctor coming to his like condo or whatever i thought that was kind of weird his blood pressure is 160 over 100 yeah i thought it was gonna be his son again just with the vet equipment yeah yeah it should have been you've Um, had a puppy heart attack would have been made as much sense um he had an arrhythmia they gave him a um they gave him like a halter monitor which i'm guessing is going to come into play later somehow um mabel asked charles if they've got like you know give each other like a ptsd check because they're getting back in the elevator um this is where mabel says greg's not the killer because the handkerchief that had a different handkerchief um once again, I think he gave those as gifts. So they speculated how it could have happened that he could have grabbed it out of the pocket square. He could have grabbed it around someone's neck. He could have grabbed it like from their hands in like a battle. Um, so it was kind of always all like just interesting thoughts on it. Um, they try to do Charles and her try to do the girl cop handshake. I think that doesn't go well. Um, Oliver's thinking about his beating heart, thinking of the review. What did you think of like the weird musical vision he had with Selena Gomez on stage and Charles on stage and his son? Unnecessary, but I guess that's like probably how he thinks because I mean. Well, you don't like musicals, correct? Correct. But like everything about everything he does is musical related. So that's probably how his mind works. Everything he daydreams is probably a play. He's going to rewrite his production as a musical death death rattle dazzle is the name um he pitches the show and gets the okay um and then it kind of looks like they're gonna do the podcast as well it looked like selena gomez had a recorder in her hand but i couldn't tell what was her in her hand at the end of the episode but anyway they say we're back um thoughts on episode two that was great greg's my new favorite <laughs> um season three versus the other two seasons so far two episodes in Mm, nothing will ever top the first yeah even though they tried to with the big actors and actresses and stuff and this i just i think it's i think i'm liking it better than season two um i'm not gonna i thought it was kind of like cool that bunny died in the second one yeah, well, you had you had more of a reason to know who Bunny was. Yeah, um, like, still... like he was kind of like a significant character from the first season, so that was sort well, of like whoa. We didn't yeah. have like now we know like a lot more about Bunny now than we even did then. You know, through that season, they did a good job of building Bunny, so we'll see who they build out. So you yeah. think it's you think it is Dicky? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. You see, you'll see. I think Dicky or Joy. So, but I definitely think Dicky's. Joy's too small to do anything. It's probably them too. <gasps> That's why she's like, oh my gosh. I think it's some. It's got to be someone that Joy is involved with, because that's why she went after Charles so that she could have access to the Arconia. Oh no. I know. We'll see. All right. Anything else? Dude, now I gotta go to bed.
Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Prestige-ish Media Podcast. My name is Craig Lake. I was co-hosting this episode with Jessica Z. We are covering the season Only Murders in the Building Season 3. This was Episode 2, The Beat Goes On. You can find us on X at Prestige underscore Ish. You can find us on Instagram at Prestige Ish Media. And you can find me at Real Real Batman on both. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to you catching us on the next episode. Charles is going to go to the funer- funeral. He says that he's got a doctor's... Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> when my husband introduced me to one of his friends like years ago, he was like, this is Streep. And I was like, what? And then I was like, Streep? Like, what, what kind of name is that? I guess they have called him that since they all had, they all needed to have Danner boots. And I'd never even heard of that brand, but they all had Danner hiking boots. And he bought a pair of Merrill hiking boots. They were so like, they called so, them Streep. Yeah, like Merrill Streep. For years. I never even heard of Danners. I heard of Merrill's. I didn't think it was a bad brand. Yeah, I know Timberlands. You would. That's, that's a brand, I think. Um, it must be a Northeastern thing, you know? Appalachia. Like, you, yeah. You know, you hike. Cat hike, skills, baby. Hike to your moonshine type deal. I've never even heard of the cat skills. Uh, I have. Because I think a wrestler was from the Catskills. Or there's a fighter. Adirondacks. Where's? That's where I'm going this weekend. Adirondacks. Where's? Was Mike Tyson from Catskills? Who? Someone was from Catskills.